The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In order to stay ahead of your competition, a lot of your success rises or falls based on your current marketing plan. Get ready for the Mojo Marketing Edge Radio Show. Today, hosts Ira Rosen and Corey Michael Sanchez will open up your awareness of the many different ways to market your business and reap major results. Now, here is the team behind Mojo Video Marketing, Ira and Corey. All right. Hello. This is Corey Michael Sanchez here. We are your hosts. We also have Mr. Ira Rosen. Hello, everyone. We have a special guest with amazing, amazing content. Today, you want to make sure you grab some paper and pen because this is stuff you clearly are going to want to write down. Yeah, so we're going to talk about lead generation, more of that, because that's what we're focusing on right now. How do we generate more leads and how do we do it quickly and get the best kind of leads? And that's, that's what we've been focusing on over the, 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 the last many uh, modules and weeks. And, and so now we're going to focus on a really big company that's just made waves ever since they started and they've they've really it's a household name everybody knows about this company everybody uses this company almost on a daily basis and uh, we're going to talk about how you can actually influence this company massively despite being one person and this being a megalith of a corporation and company how can you how can you really create an impact and generate more leads from it so today we're going to talk about Google we're going to talk about Google and Google Plus, and more specifically, and we've got a great, 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 great expert on today that is literally creating massive waves when it comes to Google Plus and, and helping businesses figure out how to monetize it, how to get more leads from it, how to attract more people, and really how to make it very profitable. So we've got a very special guest on today. His name is Jack Humphrey. He's a 15-year veteran on online marketing and an expert. He's a coach. He's a consultant. He's a strategy. He's also an author. And early on, he was one of the first to crack the early Google algorithms, which just blows my mind because, you know, if I, if I was to take a look at that and you asked me to, do, to crack the Google al- the algorithm and you gave me, you know, unlimited filet mignon in a computer in order to do this, there's no, there's no way I could do this. Even if you gave me all the time in the world, that's all I had to focus on. But Ira, on the other hand, I'm sure that's different. Well, absolutely. <laughs> I could get in there and re- rewrite all the code and figure it out. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, so basically, he's, he's cracked a code on that. He published his findings soon after his first, first book called the Power, Power Linking Your Way to One Million Hits. And this was back in 2002. And back in those days, there wasn't a lot of information available. So here he is publishing this information to the masses to really get people up to speed on exactly what's going on. So he's created and sold numerous businesses, membership sites, created books and courses on internet marketing and leverage and strategy. His latest book called Bending the Web exposes his passion for leverage, influence, and authority building 
and it, it's really going to, to be huge in your market space. He, we got introduced to, to Jack through Gina Gaudio Graves, and we've been masterminding with Gina for going on three years, I believe. We spend uh, you know two hours a week masterminding. So Jack was actually introduced to us through Gina, and anybody that ever comes through Gina is just phenomenal and knows their stuff, has amazing content, is very very giving as far as that content and, and really is looking out for, for business owners and, and people and helping people expand and grow to new higher levels. So he's working with her right now. He's an associate dean of Directions University, which is the company that Gina founded. And uh, he's, he's got a unique ta- take on web marketing through leverage and influence. And he's been responsible f- for a conservative $1.5 billion that's billion with a B, targeted visitors to his and his client sites over the last decade. And his latest membership was developed for local business owners. And that's what we're going to talk about today. It's called CAST, Customer Attraction Systems Training. And this is where he teaches those to apply his techniques in successful local online marketing campaigns through his firm, Brick Road Media. So today we're gonna, we've got Jack on to talk about Google+, Plus, how to generate leads with it. So Jack, are you there? I am here. Right on. Well, welcome to the show, Jack. We are we are very humbled by your presence here because you are the authority when it comes to Google Plus. And and uh, you know, he told us before we got on, he feels like he's on a book tour right now because he's he's on a mission to really educate people as much as possible about Google Plus and what it can do for you and how to use it and how to attract clients with it and why we need to do it now. So. So Jack, let's let's talk a little bit about it. I mean, you know, why why Google Plus and why should business owners really focus on it? Well, it seems logical after if if I do a good job, it'll be very very logical why we should be focused on it and spending some time on it. If I do a good job of introducing it. So, I want everybody to pretend like uh Google is that you're Google and you make four or five billion dollars every quarter on uh, something called AdWords, which is their advertising platform, and you being the search engine for the web. Google is a verb. You know, not, not, no search engine has ever become a verb. Nobody ever said go Bing it or Yahoo it ever in the history of the world, but we Google things all the time. So being that and having such a, a big, big profit center to protect, uh, billions and billions and billions of dollars. They're not making their money on self-driving cars. Their billions are just going toward that because it's a neato idea. But the the profit center of Google is being the number one search engine on the Internet and protecting that at all costs. So then you have this, this thing called Facebook that starts up and starts allowing people in uh, in the mid-2000s, and, uh, and everybody's sharing all this content. But they're sharing it behind a private area. You can't, you know, Google wasn't your friend, so and it can't be your friend. It's a company, so it can't see all the good stuff you are sharing with all of your friends and your big network of people that we're starting to build up into the millions and hundreds of millions and then over a billion. Uh, that's a lot of hidden data that Google at that time had never had that much data hidden from them on the web before. Uh, until Facebook hit that many people and that much activity and got as popular as it did. That would make anybody who is the number one search engine and uh, the number one advertising source on the web a little bit jittery, uh, just a little bit. (laughs) So, you know, they're not used to being kept in the dark that much. So 
they wanted to create their own social network. And, and for, there's different reasons touted by other people why Google you know, started Google Plus. My big thing, and we'll, nobody will ever really know until you know, Larry or Sergey come out and just say in an interview uh, what exactly they started, what their primary goal for starting Google Plus was. But me and, and several others really think that it's because if Google was Exxon, and they were being kept out of a giant, giant, very, very profitable oil deposit somewhere in the world, and they could find out a way that they could drill sideways to get into that or uh, because they didn't have any access to the property itself or they could create, even better, they could create their own massive oil field, that they would be very, very interested in doing that. So Google is not in the oil business. Google is not Exxon, and, uh, but they are in the business of information, and they found that they could create. Uh, some place where people would be happy to go and share all this stuff, and Google can see finally what everybody's sharing. So Google can remain relevant. Google can have the best search results because they're finding a lot of stuff that we're sharing on their social network. And we're able to share publicly. We're able to share. Uh, that's a little bit different than, than uh, Facebook started out to be. And that's why Facebook today actually has the ability for you to share publicly is because of Google+. And all the different back and forths that have been going on since Google Plus started in 2011, uh, lots of developments. They've changed the face of Facebook, literally, and in so many profound ways just by starting up because then Facebook became the one that felt a little bit threatened. But uh, Google Plus is really special because Facebook is not a search engine. Facebook is only Facebook, and they've never figured out a way to be anything else. They are, they are a social network. Google is a giant complex of over 80 different properties around the web. One you might know is called YouTube, little video site that is the second largest search engine on the planet. Yeah, so they've got all these different properties. You log in with one Google account, and you're on with everything. You're on everywhere. If you go to YouTube, you're on YouTube, and you're in your account. You're on your channel. And if you go to Gmail, of course, you don't have to log in there too. So Google is a great big source of uh, information and services, and that's their business. Uh, it includes search. All of this really stems from search, and they're able to uh, make their billions because they have that much attention. So collectively, they have a lot more attention than Facebook. But when Facebook kind of blocked all that content, they needed a way to get people into a a group where they could watch and see what people are sharing and learn more about the web faster to remain relevant. Well, let so me, let me ask that's you. where Google Plus came from. And uh, it's been going for three years now, and it's going really strong. But there's still a debate out there with business owners whether they should be using it or not. Well, yeah, because, you know, I mean, look, there's been Google Wave, right, Google Buzz, which I think was kind of like a, a social media-esque kind of thing that they launched. And then there's... You know, I, you invest time into Google Local, and then they change the game, change it to Maps or whatever, and and it just gets confusing. I mean, why why should I invest my time into Google Plus? Uh, because you know, I'm, I've invested all this other time into all these other properties, and they kind of changed them or discontinued them. Right. Well, yeah, and they have done that, but not to this degree. They they've started things that we on the inside got really excited about. But no, they never went over hundreds of millions of people. You know, those things that started and then got discontinued were really, it seemed big because Google has the ability to move 5 million people into something in a day. 
they have that kind of reach. And so they start something up, and 5 million people are already signed up because they have accounts at Google. Well, it's not really hard. We'll all go check it out. Us diehard people will always go check out whatever they're doing. And if they discontinue something, it seems like a big deal to you and me. But if we start something in our businesses, and one or two percentage points of our clients like it, and the rest don't, we're not going to continue it if, um, if it's not making money, if it's not just doing what it, it's supposed to do, if, it's, if we're not happy with the results. And you will hear from those one or two percentage of people that really, really loved it. And that's just on a bigger scale. You're hearing, you know, when those things shut down, they got a lot of news, a lot of that stuff. But it was always from because some people really did love it. Like, like some of the old services that they did, we did actually think it was pretty cool. They were neat. But we understand when they discontinue those things um, in the context that they do it. It's just whenever Google does anything, it's huge because they control the entire world's attention. So it always looks like a big failure if they, if they fail. They're failing on a global scale. If they discontinue something and people want to couch that as a failure, they don't internally. They don't really care. As long as the 4 or $5 billion per quarter comes in and keeps coming in, they can, they're big boys. They can take the criticism and everything. But it would really be a huge, huge mistake for a business to hear those kinds of things and then go, well, this is probably a flash in the pan. One is because there's 300 million active users in Google+. That's not how many people have a Google Plus account. It's more close to a billion people that actually have a Google account and have access to Google+, but they just don't all use it. 300 million people actually really get in there and use it. That's the same as Facebook. Facebook doesn't have 1.5 billion people or whatever it is that are active users, and Facebook isn't really open to letting us know who the active, what the active number is. It's certainly larger than 300 million, but it's not that much larger. So when you talk about active users, Google's right up there, and Google's not going to discontinue something that they've got 300 million active users in at all, ever. One, because... They're discovering so much content right now. If you go and share um, your website, your business website, and you've never done that on Google, they, uh, they give you points starting right off the bat. You start getting perks for that. You start getting perks for just being active on Google+. And if you do the 95-5 rule or the 90-10 rule where you're sharing really cool stuff, you're telling a story over time of what your interests are as a person, who owns a business, not as a business, because it doesn't work there or on any other social media. Most everybody listening probably has experienced what it's like to be shunned in social media when you start to be too markety, too, uh, too salesy. You get shut down right away. The culture around you is that we don't like advertising. We have to deal with it in our sidebars. We have to deal with it all over the, the network that we're on, if they're on Facebook. And... We don't want to have to deal with it in our timeline, too. So you're gone. We're out of here. We're not following you anymore. And uh, that's why it's so difficult for businesses uh, in the beginning to understand. And then they just make the declaration that social media, period, just doesn't work, which is, couldn't be further from the truth. There are very, very many companies out there, large and small, very successfully using social media. When it comes to Google+, though, it's more a matter of that's feeding Google search. So... They've developed this really new, neat uh, way of telling whether people are for real or not, whether they are um, good and worth following, and they call it authorship. 
So that's the first thing that you want to know about Google+, and that's the first thing that you're going to really want to do. Um, and by the way, all of this stuff, if you want to read up on more stuff than you ever need to know about Google+, you can check out my ultimate guide at jackhumphrey.com slash Google+, all spelled out, not the plus sign, but G-O-O-G-L-E-P-L-U-S, jackhumphrey.com slash Google+. And it just takes you to a blog post that has, it's a massive blog post. If you open up all the little pieces of content inside that post, it goes on for about 12 miles. And it's not that you need to know all of those things. You can start picking and choosing um, from whatever interests you really, and just getting into it, you start improving your search results. If you just start doing the very basic stuff on Google+, you all of a sudden are a different kind of player because the whole world isn't watching. The whole world isn't playing on Google+. So Google+, listens to anybody who looks like they're a creator of content, that they are an authority that is able to get people to engage. Like if I post and 10 people plus my post, that's like a like on Facebook, and, they, and six people share it, and that's just like sharing on Facebook, I mean, sharing it onto their timeline and, and exposing that content to all of their followers, and two people comment on it, then I've got this, I've got this thing called a, an author profile starting to build, and Google keeps a profile on everybody, and they watch for engagers, and I've just engaged in a major way. Google loves that, and it's part of Google's algorithm now to base their, their rankings um, quite considerably on engagement, what people do on, uh, on social media, period, but especially on Google+, that gets other people talking. Now, if I go out and I just post a 1,000 posts over the next two weeks and not a single person sees them, pluses them, comments, shares them, or anything, then Google's just not going to pay any attention to me. I'm not, uh, I'm not an authority figure. I'm not, I'm not able to get people to engage. I'm not an engager. So Google's not going to pay much attention to me. But if I went out and I did 10 posts over the next two weeks, and the, the amount of pluses and comments and everything else, the shares, the engagement overall, whatever the engagement is, uh, will directly affect how those things that I shared rank in the search, in Google search, in the top 10, meaning if I'm doing 90-10, I'm doing 90% just sharing really cool stuff and 10% uh, a little bit more self-promotional, um, then that 10% is going to rank. And we've, got, we've done case study after case study showing this to be true in so many different ways. And if you guys are on the ultimate guide right now, at uh, the one that I just linked to, that is a great example in and of itself of something that has scored really, really well. And you can go to Google right now and type in, ultimate guide to Google+, and we're in the top ten for everybody in the world, not just the people we're attached to on social, because we got so much engagement on that. If you're looking at that, um, at the top, you'll see there's like 240 plus ones, and then there's far less Facebook, far less Twitter and LinkedIn, because our campaign for that was Google+. And I wanted to make a really big splash, especially with this blog, because I hadn't blogged in a long time. I hadn't put up any new content on that site for like nine months. And then we figured out how Google is ranking websites now, which has almost everything to do with Google+. This should be perking everyone's ears up right there, why we should be using Google+. When they changed over to a part of their algorithm is based on humans instead of just numbers, instead of just math, when they realized that they were a pretty long way from being able to tell whether a page on the web is good or bad 
algorithmically, they decided to include humans in the interaction, in the algorithm, so that they could get reliable information back. We are so good, within the first three seconds of landing anywhere on the web, we can tell whether or not we want to continue staying on that page or not. And uh, Google doesn't have any, I mean, they've got the smartest people in the world working for them. Nobody could figure out how to do it that fast with an algorithm. The problem is spammers and the Cold War that we've been having over the last uh, uh, 14, 15 years um, with Google, and it's called SEO, Search Engine Optimization. And it's also called spam. And people would figure out how Google works, like I did in 2002, and then they go tell everybody in the world. And then Google's got to change their algorithm so that people don't manipulate the search results. That's why they're the number one search engine company on the planet um, that will probably ever be. <laughs> when somebody's got this kind of a lead in a market, it's, it's extraordinarily hard. It'd be like trying to knock Exxon off as the number one oil <laughs> company in the world. I get it's it. It's just not, yeah. not easy. Absolutely. So, and real quick, um, Jack, I want you to hold that thought. We're going to take okay. a short break, and we're going to come back, and Jack is going to go right into some more fabulous. This is fascinating and, and very exciting here. So we're going to talk more about how you can actually profit off of Google+, and uh, he's going to talk more about the amazing stuff we're, we're on. So we'll come back in just a moment. Thanks so much. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you a single parent trying to create the balance between home life and work life? You may be running a successful business, but how are your relationships with your family and children? If you're one of the thousands of people trying to juggle it all, tune in to Straight Up with Chris, real talk on business and parenthood, Hosted by Chris FSU. Chris is the portrait of the success story. Coming to the U.S. with no language skills, founding and growing several businesses while raising his daughter from age 7 to adulthood as a single dad. Listen every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Voice America presents a new kind of health awareness talk show. The Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Show host Sharon Kleina interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleina Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Listening to the Mojo Marketing Edge. To reach the show today, please call 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to connect at mojovideomarketing.com. Now, back to this week's show. And we're back. Corey Michael Sanchez here, Ira Rosen. This is the Mojo Marketing Edge. 
Our website is mojovideomarketing.com. You can check out some really fabulous stuff. We're talking about lead generation and lead generation using Google Plus, quickly becoming the 800-pound gorilla of social and sharing and really helping you get more leads because Google is putting a lot of weight into it nowadays, meaning that if you're active on Google+, it'll affect your search engine rankings, which will affect how much traffic you come to your website, which will affect how many new clients and customers you end up getting. So we've got Jack Humphrey on the line. He's talking all about Google+, as it relates to business. And, and uh, last we left off, he was really talking about how it affects your business on really a day-to-day basis and why you should why we should all be investing time into Google Plus. It's it's not going anywhere. We've got what 300 million active users, is that the number, Jack? Yeah, they're around they're about. Yeah, and growing constantly. It's a large number. And, you know, so now so nowadays people are really getting on there trying to figure it out. And here's how I look at Google Plus is is this is exactly when you want to get involved. I mean, when uh, just looking to the future, I mean, look at the things that happened that you kind of missed out on. The, you know, you missed the boat on, on XYZ. You didn't invest in Google or Yahoo or Microsoft or Apple. And uh, you didn't invest time in, in early Facebook marketing and build up those large databases. And, and uh, you didn't quite e- start emailing you know, lists or collecting email addresses or phone numbers and really harnessing them to, to, to build your business. And and when you started doing so, by then it was it was almost too late, or or you know you it you took you a while to get the website going and finally up online, and and by then everybody's got a website, or you know, and so we're looking at trends here, and this is exactly when you want to start investing your time and energy into Google Plus, and especially right now it's kind of like the wild wild west. Things are still being figured out, and you really have a lot of impact to get in get in there and change things, and also change things for the better with your brand. So, uh, so you know, Jack, I know we, we left off on a certain topic and, and we're really quickly moving towards, you know, the, the whole reason why, you know, we should invest time into Google+. I'm a business owner. I'm very busy. Why should we do that? Uh, and, and you told us very clearly that it's going to affect your search engine ranking and it's going to affect how you show up in the search engines and, and whether you come up number one or on the third page or on the tenth page or, you know, how relevant are you? So what are some of the other reasons that businesses should really be taking a hard look at and how can they really profit from Google Plus? Well, I think there's a lot of different ways to tackle this. One very important one is that search, as everybody's noticed, has gone to personalized search. So if you're logged into your Google account, um, you see something different in the top ten when you do a search than anybody else who's not logged in to Google. And we know that at least 300 million people are logging into Google every single day and leaving it logged in. They're logged in on their Android phones, Android being the biggest and iPhone second, so everybody has the ability and is very much encouraged to, um, as you guys, you Android users know, hook your site, hook your phone up to your Google account, and then we'll get let we'll get you uh, your Gmail, we'll get you onto you can download the Google Plus app. I mean, you guys have all been through this, and then some people in iPhone are getting the same apps, they're getting the same stuff. So, what? Uh, what that means is that there's a lot of people paying attention to this, even if they're not beating Facebook. And I'll let you in on a little secret. Google's goal was never to beat Facebook at anything. They don't want to be a social 
media company. They never did. They were already a very, very successful, one of the most successful companies in the history of the world. So the whole idea, this is kind of smoke and mirrors. It's kind of a red herring issue. When you read an article that Google is mad at Facebook or Facebook's mad at Google, Facebook has a lot of reasons to be mad at Google. Google isn't afraid of anybody or anything. I mean, it stands to reason it's pretty logical if you really think about who Google is. So uh, that is to distract from the real issue that Google is using their social network to find really good content, to engage people more deeply into their services, into their products. Um, you can think of Google Plus as the watering hole for all the Google products, and uh, everything is backed up on the backbone of search. And what you've probably noticed when you've done a, a search in the, um, just today is that your results, if you're logged in, will show you things that other people that you're connected to on Google Plus um, are sharing, or you have the ability to do that. And if you haven't done that yet and you haven't really gotten in there, log in, start doing some stuff on Google Plus and following people in your industry, and then go to Google Search and just type in an industry keyword. And if that other person that you're following that you've circled on Google is doing anything with um, uh, Google+, Plus, they're, they're going to show up. So I've got 20,000 people who have circled me so far on Google+. Plus, And that means that any time that any of those 20,000 people do a search on Google for, let's say, Guide to Google+, Plus, I am absolutely going to be in their top ten without question. And I can't be moved from that position because of several different things. They're connected to me. Google says, I, if we're going to remain the top search engine company in the world, we're going to need to be as relevant in our search results as we possibly can down to a surgical level. And one of the guys, Sergey or, or Larry, I can't remember which one, said that Google is working on trying to be the company, the search that can tell you what you need before you even search for it, can tell you what you need before you know you want it. And they're not kidding about that. I mean, they made self-driving cars. You have to believe these guys when they say things like that because they pull this stuff off all the time, stuff nobody in the world ever thought would happen. So you've got to believe that. And, and the beginning of that is when you start typing in a search in Google, it starts filling out right away not just a list of things that are relevant to the characters that you've typed in, although it is rather strange that you can type three characters and they can come up with related searches that are so close to what you're searching for. That is the beginning of them trying to fulfill this promise of we're going to show you stuff you need or want or are going to do a search on before you ever even indicate you are in the, in the market for that kind of a search. So in, we're in the process of that happening, and one of those things is that Google watches all the people we're connected to on the web. If you're not connected to anybody on the web, you are on a different Internet than everybody else is on right now. You are really on the old Internet, and uh, you're, you're becoming um, sort of like a dinosaur uh, because the new Internet where we – if I do something, I do a search for LinkedIn marketing, m the Mojo guys are going to come up every single time in the top ten. They are just going to come up because Google knows I'm connected with uh, Corey and Ira. They know I am in so many different ways. I follow them on Google+, but I also, there's also indicators of what I'm doing all over the web that uh, it's not deeply personal information, so there's no need for the conspiracy theory talk or privacy issues. But, it, but they do know uh, enough to know that in other places, too, I'm also connected with Mojo Marketing and Ira and Corey, and each of them individually them as the representatives together as the company and the company itself. And so when I do searches, Google wants to give me the very, very best search I can possibly get, and they want me to use Google forever. 
and they don't ever want me to consider using another search engine. So in order to do that, they think that I'm probably going to be interested in uh, LinkedIn lead generation from my friends. If Corey and Ira or one of the two of those posted something on Google Plus or posted something on their blog and Google knows that there's a connection between us, it is very logical that I'm going to want to read their stuff first because I'm connected to them. And I've said to Google, I want to follow these guys. I circled them on Google+. That tells Google everything they need to know to help give me the experience in search that no other search engine can. And that's why they're, you know, staying on the top of the market. So, Well, let me ask you this. So, so basically, uh, you know, here's the thing. I still, when I need something, I still go to Google. Uh, to find it. I don't necessarily go to Google+. Plus. So is that changing or is that does, does that even matter at this stage? It doesn't matter. Got it. No, Google takes the intel that they're gathering on Google+, and they're using it to change their search results. So everybody's going to continue to go to Google, although probably in the future we're going to have some sort of a personal assistant on our phone that uses the Google database and Google search to help find things for us, among other searches out there. But Google's database and Google's ability to come up with the best search results on the planet uh, will always maintain the, itself right there at google.com and that's where most people do their searches. You, they, there's also search inside Google Plus but it's relative to the community aspect of a social network. It's not relative to necessarily to all the search results that are possible as a search engine. So when, when I said that uh, YouTube is the second largest search engine on the planet, it's the second largest where people are doing the second biggest amount of searches on the planet, but it's all around video. So it can only, the results can only be video results. It can't be a PDF. It can't be uh, anything else or your website. So um, it's kind of a play on words, but there's only one search engine, and then that technology is incorporated in everything else that Google does. So let me ask you this. How does it affect... Um like local, you know, you know how you can get your business listed on on Google and and uh, and be at the top, you know, with under maps and all that stuff. I mean, how does what work? Let's just say I'm an HVAC company. I mean, does anything that I do on on Google Plus have an impact on where I show up as far as the maps or when people are looking for businesses in their local area for one specific niche? Yeah, the um, Google Plus has personal accounts. You and I have a personal account on Google+. Everybody does that has a Google account. If you're not using it, it doesn't mean you don't have one. It's just not active. But you can always pick up your Google+, profile account. So there's one that says Corey Michael Sanchez, and you can go find him on Google+. And there's one that says Jack Humphrey. And then we each have our own business pages on uh, Google+, as well. If you're a local business, they call it something different, and it confuses the world a little bit because it's all the same thing. It's a Google+, business page. And you're able to have map data. It's tied to what used to be called Google Places and then became Google Plus Local. And now I can't remember what they're calling it, but I think it's Google Business or something like that. Anyway, it all the roads lead to having a page. Now, that page is, is the name of your company. And there are certain things you can and cannot do on those pages. It's, if you've done anything on Facebook with regular pages, then you know what I'm about to say, and it's, just, it's the same as that. You can go around and act as um, your company. You can like things or circle things and all that, but there's certain things that only people can do personally, and it's about exactly the same thing as, as having a Google, uh, Facebook page. So uh, that's how you would be tied into all the map data and everything else. It connects to Google Maps. It connects to 
uh, Google Local Search. It greatly, greatly enhances whether or not you're going to be in the top ten when somebody does a search for your pizza joint. Uh, if you're active on Google+, I mean really active and using it properly, it's going to, it's going to blow everybody else away that's doing the old techniques to be listed there. You yeah. could, in one fell swoop, blow them away just by using Google+. Okay, got it. So whereas before I used, to, I used to use Google Maps or something or get listed there, these days if I want to get seen, I need to have a Google Plus business page no matter what kind of business I am. Yeah. Okay. And, and here's the tricky part. Authorship can only be tracked with a real person. Remember that human thing that I talked about earlier. Google's watching what uh, and verifying people. Like they, Google knows that you and I know a little bit of stuff. And not only that, but they know it because the people who follow us, who've circled us, have been interacting with our stuff and plussing it and engaging with it. And so in that process of engaging, uh, Google's like, all right, Corey has... I'm going to give him an authorship rank. I'm going to give him an authorship profile. And when he says something about uh, uh, video marketing and 20 other people in his market say something that same day on Google Plus about video marketing, I'm going to give him the search engine ranking for that because these other guys have a Google Plus account, but they kind of suck at it. They're just not really doing it right. And he's the one who's getting all the engagement. So uh, today for this search result, Corey's going to get in the top ten for it. He's going to stay there until somebody takes his position. And, um, and so the business page then is something that you use your personal account and that authorship, that ranking that you have, to bolster the number of people who are following you on your business page. It's the same exact thing that you would do on Facebook. And it's becoming the same exact thing that we essentially do on LinkedIn. Uh, because LinkedIn came out with business, something like a business page and, and, and those kinds of things. They all end up doing about the same stuff. All the social networks are aware of each other, and they know when things are going well, they need to copy those or they need to innovate and have the other ones copy them. So, um, yeah, you definitely want to have your business page set up and set up exactly the way you need, you know, just do Google for business or Google business, do a search, and uh, it'll be the first result that comes up. And make sure that you at least have that set up today as soon as you possibly can because that's really, really important. Excellent. Okay, good. So if you're listening to that uh, and this, this program right here, go to Google Plus right now, get your business page set up, put all your details in there. That is step numero uno. So make sure you do that right now as you're listening to this, in fact, if you haven't already done this. So we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to have more from Jack Humphrey who's talking about Google Plus and as it relates to customer acquisition, lead generation, and growing your business. So we'll be back in just a moment. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Listen for MD Radio on the Voice America Variety Channel. That's Muscular Development Radio. Every Monday, your host, Sean Ray, will take you inside the world of bodybuilding and health and fitness. The show will feature Hall of Fame bodybuilders, trainers, judges, and the future champions of tomorrow. Plus, you'll be invited to participate in our call-in Ask the Pros feature. And our nutritional spotlight will feature products that can help you achieve your fitness goals. 
MD Radio is broadcast live Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Mojo Marketing Edge. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to connect at mojovideomarketing.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hello, everybody. This is Corey Michael Sanchez. We have Mr. Ira Rosen. We are talking today about Google Plus and lead generation. How do you get more leads? How do you get more customers? How do you attract more using Google Plus? And we have a fabulous guest uh, interview expert here that uh, we've been grilling him for the last uh, 40 minutes, just sucking all the knowledge out of his brain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, and Jack, I think, uh, you, you know, you're covering some amazing things. I think everyone who's listening right now obviously is, uh, is an innovator and a leader, otherwise you wouldn't be taking the time to be listening to our show. But I think it's really important, you talked about it earlier, is you want to be in front of this, you don't want to be chasing it. And I think that's such a key, key element here because it's all about building social currency and social capital. And it's not pitch and sell. It's building a following and really telling your story and making those connections with building great, sustainable relationships. So, you know, I think this is just, I think it's really, I mean, I'm super motivated to really uh, integrate this even more into our marketing because... uh, this is this is certainly cutting edge, and I can see why you're so excited because you certainly are a pioneer in this. So, um, uh, so what would you say are the biggest mistakes that people make when it comes to Google Plus? What are the misconceptions and the the things that people really misunderstand? Well, I, I kind of, you know, in a sideways way, try to clear those up with the first stuff that I said on the show, which is to just give people a sense of how big this really is and what the position of Google Plus really is or should be or could be in your business. And um, a lot of mistakes that people were about to make um, should not be made after the first segment or two segments here because now you're starting to understand this isn't just another social network. In fact, none of the social networks are really the kind of social networks that businesses have traditionally treated them as. And uh, Gary Vaynerchuk is very, very famous for saying things um, and saying exactly what's on his mind. <laughs> and one of them is that the very worst thing in the world that could ever, ever, ever happen to social media, bar none, is marketers. Uh, marketers destroy everything they touch on the internet as a group in general, not us specifically, not us <laughs> innovators, but uh, we generally get on there and we start putting up our real estate deals. We start putting up our pizza ads. We start putting up our consulting offers. And we get really, really mad when people get mad at us for doing that. 
which is funny because it's like a two-year-old version of the world. A two-year-old will turn and just flop on the ground and turn purple and have a fit when you tell them no. But I'm here to tell everybody no. No, don't do that. <laughs> no, no, no. But, I mean, it's, you know, I joke about it, but it's very serious. You guys see it all the time, and you guys have been on social media enough to know who you follow and who you don't is largely, almost completely, dependent upon how markety they are. It's really hard to have a relationship with somebody on social and all they're treating it as is a giant billboard or the newspaper or the yellow pages. And so you guys certainly don't want to make that mistake. And you'll see very quickly when you walk onto Google+, Plus, figuratively, that the very best people that have the biggest followings are the ones that tell stories. It's an overall story. It's a, it's a, it's, it's um, different blo- different posts on Google Plus day to day, week to week, month to month that tell people what your interests are based on what you're sharing. And um, so a lot of that is just whether or not you went on a snowboarding trip or something. It's not all about your business. And I think this is probably something that several people have had access to this kind of information, talking about it for, to any expert about any social network. But in Google Plus's case, they came on the scene way after Facebook, way after Twitter, and after LinkedIn and other social networks. And we learned an awful lot of stuff. We as users of social media learned a lot of stuff. We learned what we hate about Facebook. We learned what we hate about Twitter. We learned what we never, ever want to see again if we ever go back to LinkedIn. We learned some things about other social media and how social media in general is done, should be done. And when when Google Plus opened up, the world, a significant portion of the world, saw an opportunity to have a different kind of conversation with each other using a new medium that hadn't gotten away from anybody, that we were able to create a, a new culture um, out of what, what does it mean to be social and have people circling you and share stuff and have a meaningful experience. And so you will not find any group of people on the Internet that is more protective of their culture. And Google let this happen. Google didn't say, everybody, you need to be for real. You need to just treat people like with respect and you need to tell stories and be engaging and be interesting and stop trying to sell everybody stuff because they're not going to buy it. They are not going to buy it. People are not on social media to buy anything, ever, never. When you say, where can I get the next uh, um, Bluetooth headset that I need, nobody's going to say go to Google Plus, Facebook, or anywhere else. They're gonna say, you go to Amazon. You go to eBay. That's where you go to buy stuff. That's where you go to see advertisements to buy things. Does that mean that we can't generate leads on social media then? Absolutely not. We generate leads by being first and foremost people. Then we're business owners. Then we're CEOs. Then we have a, a consulting business and, or I'm an author or whatever it is. That's only part of what makes you who you are. And the culture that's being defended vehemently on Google Plus is one that does not allow um, – you know, it's either met with apathy, and that's the way people shut it down if you start marketing and being too pushy. Uh, and the apathy is what, sh- I mean, you, just, you know, and that's where a lot of people go away from Google and, and say this famous saying, Google is a ghost town, which couldn't be further from the truth. It's all, it's all our fault whether or not Google Plus is a ghost town because you're the one who's responsible for following cool people and engaging in conversations. It's not Google's problem whether or not you do that. It is, because then when people get the miscalculation uh, that Google's a ghost town, um, they walk away with that, and then they tell other people, and then other people decide not to come to Google+. That's presently what's happening with Google+. 
but I'll take you back in time a little bit and, and, and make everybody... Remember when Twitter started? <laughs> 140 <laughs> characters? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Who would ever do that? Well, about 500 million people or so. <laughs> Turns out uh, it went public and, you know, and they've got their problems and everything, but uh, remember our first reaction to Twitter and then think about our discussion today. That's all I need to say about that. Because this thing is going to happen. I mean, there is nothing behind Twitter. Twitter was just Twitter. Google Plus has the behemoth Google.com behind it with billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars to spend to make things work. So it's such a luxury that Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, nobody ever has ever had in starting a company up on, on uh, the Internet. So pay very close attention to that. And then just realize when you first get started on Google Plus, just just chill out and just get into the culture. Use it. Have fun with it. You guys are allowed to have fun while you're working. And a lot of people, Corey, I'm sure you would say this. I already say that some of these things don't deserve to be called work, what we do. But it's really fun. And if it's fun, you're probably doing something better than the other guy who's like, oh, I heard in the board meeting today we have to use Google+. Plus. I need 25% more out of the social media realm and Blah, 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 leads, 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 and all that junk. All that stuff is details. It'll come if you're using Google Plus or any other social network right. It won't come if you force it. If you come out of a board meeting and you've got to, you know, uh, we're up and we're down 5% on our likes on Facebook and all of a sudden, you just treat it with that antiseptic clinical view. You will never, ever, ever get the results that other companies are touting. If you see some companies doing really well, um, on Google Plus or on any social network, but especially Google Plus, just follow what they're doing. They're sharing really, really, really cool stuff all the time. They're either part of it, they're creating content, or they're sharing good content. Well, let me ask and you. And they're getting on and they're getting a following. There's there's a um, Pavlov's dog kind of uh, situation where we can't wait to hear again from them. Mm. And any company would, every company has tried to buy their way into that situation, and you can't. It's only a qualitative thing. You can only develop this in one way and one way only. You can't buy your way into it. Employees can only go so far. You know, they can be very passionate about your company. They can be uh, very well spoken about it. But at the end of the day, you're paying them to be. And somebody's going to have to be not paid to, be, to care. And it's usually the people who start the companies. It's usually the people who have the most to gain or the most to lose. And, uh, and, and the stories that you tell, or at least the guidance that you give your employees, uh, to represent your company on, on the web, and in, in particular Google+, it, it, it comes from you, and it comes from the heart, and it has to translate to people um, that are viewing that stuff or have the potential to see it. And if it doesn't come through that way, then you can, and you don't want to make any other efforts uh, other than throwing money at the problem, then you can save that money and you can just stop doing social media because nothing else will work. Nothing. Yeah. So I think making genuine connections, leveraging. My God, I talked to a guy in space. <laughs> I talked to uh, one of the astronauts on the International Space Station from Google+. And uh, I have an astronaut circle on Google+. You don't have uh, an astronaut uh, uh, group on Facebook. You just don't. You just meet a whole different kind of people. And the people that here on Google+, have a huge disposable income. The median for them is like fifty or sixty thousand dollars more per year than the median income on Facebook, 
And you've got people who are CEOs of companies, astronauts, people from NASA, people from um, the, you know, Richard Branson is mega huge on Google+. Plus. He loves that platform. And people like him, just the cream of the crop, highly, highly educated. A lot of the stuff that you guys talk about when you talk about LinkedIn, it's a different kind of crowd. It's one to be respected, and it's one you can pull so much out of because you're not just trying to look at getting leads one by one. You, what you really want to do is hook up with the Richard Branson of your market, of your niche, and have him send all of his leads to you all at once. You're only going after one person, and you can do that if you do it right, and you can get their attention. And if you can get that person, whoever the big Richard Branson, Tony Robbins type dude is in your niche, to mention you in front of all of their people, and it could be a million people would have access to their share, then you're done. You're done that day. If you can't take that and take advantage of that and turn that into a wild growth spurt for your business, then there's something really fundamentally wrong with your business model because that will do it, and it will, it will never fail to do it. That will shut down your server. That will make your website go offline with the, all the traffic that comes. They call it the Robert Scoble effect. All he has to do is mention you, and he can shut your server down with all the traffic that comes. So this is a lot bigger than an ongoing campaign to bring people into your company, bring them to your consulting, your products, your services, to generate leads one at a time. You do that, and it's fine, but the big players are always thinking in terms of how can I get my company, my products, my services, me as my personal brand in front of huge swaths of people all at once. Yeah, I think... Google's really good at that. Google Plus is really good at giving you the intel you need to make stuff like that happen. Yeah, I mean, Jack, I think this is a, a great conversation because really what you're talking about right now is mindset. You know, having the right mindset, the right attitude, the right perspective on how to use this amazing tool because uh, Google Plus is a completely different animal. Uh, people love to buy, but they hate to be sold, and it's all about building relationships. And I like what you're talking about regarding... Uh, moving forward on the, you know, you, you know, you as a person, not pitch and sell your product, and you know, really get to know that person and really take an interest in what they're doing because that's where it all starts. Because the pitch and sell days, I think, are long, long gone. Yeah, exactly. And you know, we're this is fa- this is fascinating information all about Google Plus and how to really generate. Uh, you know, how to use it to build your business. And it's definitely something you want to focus on because right now it's, you know, 300 million users, active users, and it's growing all the time. And there's many ways to do this and, and to build your business on there. One of the things is it's affecting how you show up in the search engine. So you want to get your business page set up right away. You want to get into your account. You want to kind of observe what's going on, start following people. And depending on who you are, you want to follow people in your industry, in your arena, and, and, and then what we're going to do in a show coming up is really dive into more nuts and bolts. And, and how do you do this and how do you grow your company? You know, if you're a, an HVAC company and you're local and you do local business, how do you use Google Plus to do that? If you're a, a coach or an author or a software company, you can do, you know, national sales or work with people nationally. How would you, how would you utilize Google Plus in order to grow your business? So we're going we're gonna to wrap this show up. Been fabulous having Jack Humphrey on the line. I'm going to give you a little link if you want to hear more about Google Plus and, and really dive into a course he's put together. The link is mojovideo.org slash axe. And that's A-C-T-S. 
Okay, that's mojovideo.org. Excuse me, not, not X. Uh, yeah, it's cast. Mojovideo.org slash cast, C-A-S-T, mojovideo.org slash cast. Go there, check it out. All right, he's got an amazing program using Google Plus and how to, gr- how to use it to grow your business, whether you're a local company or you're national, he's got strategies for you. So that's mojovideo.org slash cast. And uh, we're going to hear again from Jack Humphrey and get dive more into the nuts and bolts, exactly how to use Google+. Plus. What do I do if I'm this kind of business? How do I engage with people and really launch off of that topic? So thank you, Jack, for being on this program. And we'll, we're looking forward to the next uh, coming up episode where we can dive more into Google Plus for business and how do you use it to attract more leads and more business. Thanks, everybody, for listening in. And we'll talk with you soon. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in to The Mojo Marketing Edge with Ira Rosen and Corey Michael Sanchez again next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you next week.